Welcome to the Jersey Arts Podcast. I'm Susan Wallner. At Artworks in Trenton, New Jersey, there's an exhibition about a topic of interest to everyone. The full title is The Shared Meal, a conversation on our understanding of and relationship to food. The nine artists in the show each has their own take on food and its meaning in our lives. There are realistic paintings and sculptural installations, including a full table setting with portraits of a family incorporated into the china. The curator is Laura Marie Durr, who's also one of the artists in the show. Laura Marie is an artist educator, and I met up with her at Hopewell Valley Central High School, where she was helping students wrap up their AP portfolios. Thank you, Laura Marie, for taking time out, because I know you've been extremely busy lately. (laughs) Hi, Susan. Thanks for coming. Well, tell me first about the shared meal. The shared meal started to develop because I had done a series of paintings that I felt strongly that I wanted to exhibit. And I started talking with other people, friends and um, artist colleagues, who were also painting food or drawing food or interacting with food in some sort of way that was different from how I was doing it. And I started to think about how if all of these different artists inspired by food in different ways were to come together in one thing, how would that be presented to the public? The title itself came from doing a whole bunch of Google searches for quotes about food and the Michael Pollan quote just sort of felt right. I want to go to that Michael Pollan quote. Mm -hmm. The shared meal elevates eating from a mechanical process of fueling the body to a ritual of family and community from the mere animal biology to an act of culture. And that's a quote from Michael Pollan. It seems to me that food is like one of those things, like you need it to survive, but it's survival on lots of different levels. Absolutely. Being a part of this, the world that we're currently in, I mean, we have chefs who are famous, right? People take photos of their food constantly and post it to social media. I don't remember ever seeing people taking photos of their food when I was a kid. Food has been elevated to this whole new level uh, in our current culture. And I'm just as much, you know, a foodie as the next person. I love food. We're constantly going to new restaurants and trying new things. So, you know, it's, it's part of our life. It's not just what we do because we have to survive and fuel our bodies. But at the same time, there's this whole other level that you get at in the show of right. food insecurity. And that was sort of the basis of my own series. I used to work in a different school district where over 40% of the kids were receiving free or reduced lunch and breakfast for that matter. And I had lunch duty every day and I would be in the cafeteria with the students and looking at the free food that got brought out to them and, you know, the gray mashed potatoes and the chicken fingers every day, you know, breaded, fried, not healthy. The cup of fruit that was, you know, about the size of a, a... silver dollar maybe, but not very large, or a 50 cent piece probably is more <laughs> like it, right? That's a bigger one. It just really small quantity of fruit that was actually, you know, in syrup and totally sugared out and not healthy. And then I'd go back to my classroom and I'd eat my lunch that was, you know, meal prepped for the week and all the contents bought at Whole Foods or grown in our own garden. And just the contrast between what my kids had and what I had was really evident in the food that we were eating. 
And then at the time, I used to work out all the time, and I'd be at the gym and hear everybody talking about, you know, it was almost a competition about who's eating better and eating the right diet and the right thing, and, and just, it was, you know, just all around me, the, the different levels of interaction that people were having with food and, and how different it was at different socioeconomic levels and how sad that was making me. Like, my kids deserved healthy food, but they sure weren't getting it. And, you know, what? I wasn't sure how to do something about it. The exhibit at Artworks mm-hmm. Now, right before it opened, you had a big dinner. Tell me about that and how it was related to the theme of the show. Whenever anyone has a, curates a show at Artworks, they ask that you have an artist talk of some sort. I wasn't real keen on that idea. I, I didn't know what I'd say. I didn't imagine anybody would want to come hear me talk about why I wanted to paint lunches for two years. So I got to talking to one of the other artists, Andrew Wilkinson. I was like, you have great ideas. What do you think would be a good idea? And he said, well, why don't we actually share a meal? You know, everybody bring food into the gallery and we have a big potluck. Due to regulations, we couldn't actually do that. All food has to come from like a place that has a license and all of that. So I talked to my friend who's the chef at Mistral in Princeton, Joe Mooney, and he's amazing and he's a Trenton native, um, grew up in Trenton his whole life, and yet works at this fancy Princeton restaurant. And he was on board immediately. He was like, yep, let's do this. I can make it happen. And he donated his time. He brought two sous chefs with him who donated their time. They totally hooked us up with the price. Um, of the food and we sold tickets it sold out like instantly we even had to add seats (laughs) and then 26 people came around one giant table in the middle of the gallery Uh, they got a preview of the event they got a four course meal prepared by a chef who works at a restaurant that's been you know given James Beard nods and it was a really amazing experience about $750 will go to uh, artworks itself in support of their efforts to make a difference in Trenton community through art. But also uh, another $750 is going to the Trenton Area Soup Kitchen to support their efforts to feed Trenton. Right, and the Trenton Area Soup Kitchen is legendary, Mm -hmm. (laughs) which is a a great place. Let's start with the piece that you contributed. It covers a very big, large wall. There are individual paintings arranged in a grid. Tell me, what is the connection between all of those paintings? So all of the paintings are someone that I know's lunch or someone that I barely know's lunch sometimes. Um, I had asked friends and family and the internet in general a few years ago to start sending me photos of your lunch. I gave the stipulation that it needed to be horizontal and that I begged them not to stage it, not to make it pretty, not to make it, you know, oh, we went out to lunch today. This is a special lunch. No, I wanted the thing that you take every day. I also wanted to see where you were eating it because I thought there was something interesting to be said about that, that, you know, I ate at my desk every day. Lots of my friends eat at their desk every day. Many of my friends, it turns out, eat in their car every day. (laughs) They're titled with the person's name and then their age, because I was kind of interested if there was any, it was a little bit research, the, um, the series. I was interested to see if there was any difference, like are young people eating garbage and older people eating healthier? Kind of turned out to be the opposite sometimes. And then 
lastly was their occupation because I felt like that kind of gave a little bit of a peek into who the people were more so than just their age and their and their names all of the pieces in the show are really different and a couple of them there's one uh, I think it's by Andrew Wilkinson that you it's actually an object that was almost more like I thought an altar to brands yeah that had like a McDonald's symbol on it and then there was um paintings large paintings by Mel Leipzig, Mm -hmm. who is like a renowned elder statesman of painters and and artists in New Jersey. Who doesn't love Mel? I mean, Mel's just the man. So when I first talked to Addison at Artworks about setting this up, I mentioned, I said, I've been poking around on a couple people's websites. And do you think Mel would would participate. He's like, he would absolutely participate. I was like, but like, you know, I'm not very fancy. I'm not like an important gallery or an important curator. I've never actually done this before. And Addison was like, no, he loves us. He'll absolutely do it. So I um, FaceTimed Addison one day (laughs) while Mel was in the gallery painting. And I said, so I'm doing this show about food. And I saw you have these two different paintings that I wanted to include. And he was like, oh yeah, they're good, but I've got two others I think I'd like to show. And I was like, you can do anything you want. We didn't see the paintings till the day of install. I had no idea what he was bringing, which is a little scary. We just knew how big they were and that we were saving spots for them. The one that was from 1975 was his wife, his uh, deceased wife and his two children when they were little kids. And then the one from, I believe it's 2009, is his now grown daughter and her family with two of her sons and her husband in, in their kitchen. He was very concerned that I get the connection yeah. when I saw him. He was like, this is this and this is that. And I thought that is so great, like yeah. the, the tradition carrying on. I mean, the similar situation, the kitchen or the dining room table or whatever, from two generations. There's tons of inspiration out there. It's a a great show, and it's a fun show, and it has some depths there. The pieces are all different, yet they have a connection, so that's kind of fun. That was what I was hoping for, that it would sort of start conversations, just like people have around a table, but also that it would kind of feel like a multi-course meal where, you know, each course is a little bit different. So hitting all those flavor notes. The Shared Meal, curated by Laura Marie Durr, will be on view at Artworks through June 1st. Visit artworkstrenton.org for more information. For more about all of the arts in New Jersey, visit jerseyarts.com. I'm Susan Waldner for the Jersey Arts Podcast. Thanks for listening. The Jersey Arts Podcast is made possible by the New Jersey State Council on the Arts, supporting excellence and engagement in the arts since 1966.